0: Welcome to Legacy Game Changer. Our mission is to help you make, save, and grow your income. I'm your host, Zanetta Rogers, accountant, tax preparer, certified money coach, insurance agent, and travel agent. Today, my guest is Manny, and he and I will be discussing strategy for supporting you and your team in business through good times and turbulent times. Thank you for joining me, Manny.
1: Thank you for having me, Zanetta.
0: Can you quickly give everyone a a brief, your your background briefly?
1: Sure. Uh, I am from Baltimore, and I've worked in financial services for over 30 years. Uh, The last 20 years, I've worked as a business advisor, working with all types of uh, businesses to help the companies stay thriving and healthy.
0: So let's start off with how do you help clients stop doing everyone else's job?
1: Oh, you started off with the good questions. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, in my experience, based on what my teachers and mentors have showed me, it's all about mindset. Um, as an entrepreneur, you get used to wearing all the hats. It's how you start, right? Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Uh, you start, you're driven, you've got your own motivation, you've got all the hats. And eventually, you'll find that you can't get around and handle all the hats with the same speed and efficiency that you used to. uh, You'll find that it really uh, negatively impacts your ability to grow. Um, But you don't know how to really go about doing it. You don't wanna let go of the sales piece. You don't wanna let go of the marketing piece. You don't wanna let go of this or that piece. And that's where you need to have somebody that you trust that can at least try to walk you through it. So I do the best I can to gently share with my clients when that time comes. And I'll tell them, you know, Zanetta, you need to take a better look at this because, you know, now you've got more employees, you've got more business. Is this the highest and best use of your time? So that's how I started. Is this the highest and best use of your time at this point in your business?
0: Now, one of my problems is staying focused on the most important part of the job. So how can you help me stay focused on my job? You
1: know, I apologize. We're going to need to repeat. Uh, Zanetta's voice sounded like Darth Vader, and I didn't understand the question.
0: Okay. How do you help me? One of my problems is staying focused on a job, so how do you help me stay focused?
1: Oh, another great question. You know, by asking you what your goals are uh, every day, day in and day out, it's a grind. It's a grind for everyone. Um, So I'm going to ask you, what is it that really keeps you excited? What is it that keeps you jazzed up? And I'm gonna ask you to try your best to stay focused on those tasks. And you know, if there's something that you really don't like doing and you can't delegate it to anybody else, well, you might be stuck with that. But if you can, try to delegate it away. And if there's things that you really don't like, maybe you shouldn't be doing them. But
0: they true, in the assurance business where One of my things that that I can't focus on is making a bunch of phone calls trying to get cold leads. So how would I handle that?
1: You know, that's a good one. Um, You know, back in the day, we did not have um, the access to something called virtual assistants now. And based on technology and the efficiency it has given us with respect to different geographies, you can have a virtual assistant Um, being an appointment setter for you. And there's companies out there that specialize in setting appointments where you'd have to provide them with a script that you want used and uh, things of that nature so it can be custom tailored to your needs.
0: Okay, so do you help um, companies increase their revenue and profits?
1: Yes, I do. I do that by keeping the companies focused. Uh, so what we do is we'll look at the business together and let's take yours. For example, you are an entrepreneur that is focused on, you know, many different segments. So we're going to figure out which segments are working best for you. And then we're going to focus on those. Um, what I've been taught is that it's much better to be focused, um, instead of being what they call, uh, you know, 10 miles wide and an inch deep um superficial so you're doing a lot of things but you really can barely touch them you want to do the opposite find what you really like and stay on it
0: okay so how do i prove how do you improve teamwork and productivity with your employees
1: you know that one is um is always a challenge it starts at the beginning in the hiring process um you'll want to make sure that you analyze the procedures uh, that you go through before you actually get to the interview process with potential employees. In my experience, I've found that you'd like to work with your team internally first and understand what is a good personality fit for us and and take it from there. And once you find that personality fit, which is the most important thing, then you should be able to train uh, that employee to you know your standard operating procedures what you don't want is the opposite where a personality may not be a good fit with a team and then it'll start to negatively impact the culture so that's that's the teamwork piece make sure you have the right personalities working together and then the productivity piece in my opinion is asking the employees now have we given you the tools that you need to be successful here and Can you be real with us and tell us, you know, what is working in here? What are things that we do really well? And where are things that we could improve? You know, have we given you the technology? You know, you can't get through on the phone or my computer's old, things like that. That would help with the productivity boost.
0: Great. We have to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back.
2: Hey everybody, it's your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, and I'm coming to you today to make sure that you know about our new Black Expats in Panama community platform. That's right, our Beep Community Platform, or BCP. That can be found at blackexpatsinpanama.net. Just click on that link that says, join the community. There you will find businesses, groups, as members, you'll be um, privy to events. You can have, you can sell things with the classified um, section. You'll get exclusive information, offering and interviews. You get discounts on Black Expats in Panama meetups and tours and ITA Global um, events as well and so much more so go over there check out the membership see which one is right for you and let us know if you have any questions thank you
0: how can a business improve their cash flow uh
1: that is Not easy to do. Uh, The first thing you have to check out is the way that cash moves inside of your company. So we would go into the accounting software and look at something called the statement of cash flows, and that would be our map. Uh, So we would need to analyze the business model. You know, for example, and I'm going to keep it real simple. We would need to figure out when you make a sale, how long does it take you to get paid? And I'm just going to make some quick assumptions. If you make a sale today and your uh, money doesn't come for 45 days, but you've got bills due in 30 days, that means in finance terms that you have a 15-day gap. So in order to improve that, you would try to get paid faster, you know, f- quicker than 45 days, or you don't really want to be doing this next one, but you would try to stretch out your payables longer than 30. But you got to be careful on that because if you do that to your landlord or to a bank, they're going to hit you with some serious uh, late charges. So that's what you need to look at is the nature of your business model and then see if you can change it. So for my consulting and service clients, I generally recommend that they try to get more of the money uh, up front on their engagements uh, as opposed to waiting towards the middle or the end.
0: Are there any um, particular accounting software that you recommend to business?
1: Um, You know, not particularly. Uh, A lot of people use QuickBooks. That's kind of been like the old school software. Um, They've done a a really nice job um, in also providing an online version. I like the online version simply because now it's out in the cloud and You can rest assured, you know, hopefully that the backup exists and multiple people can access it from, you know, different locations. And it helps you, the business owner, be able to keep your fingertips on it, as opposed to the past where we used to have the software installed on a server in your office. I was always worried about that. And then there's other software packages out there um, that have come along. I think they're all good. The main thing is to make sure you use it consistently. That would be the the biggest single thing because it's not exciting, but it's necessary.
0: So how can I, as an employer, improve on having more free time and delegating to other, other people?
1: That's a great question, Zanetta. I would do a time study on myself. So sit down and look at your time. How do you spend your time on any given day? So what what are you working on? What are the time-consuming tasks? How can you restructure things? You're dragged in so many directions, right? You've got your business working on. You probably don't have as many employees as you'd like because you're a bootstrapping entrepreneur. You have to really look at how you spend your day and then make some decisions around it because you gotta factor in your your life outside of work, your family, uh, perhaps you have a spouse and children. So you'd have to look at how you spend your time every day and see where you can make changes and get used to it.
0: Great, and do you have any idea how I can have a better relationship with the bank?
1: Yes. Actually, um, I was a banker for nine years. I started at the bottom of a bank and I went through a training program and I had a lot of great teachers and mentors. Now, the main thing is don't be afraid. Um, A lot of business owners that I meet, they don't want to talk to their banker and you have to establish a relationship with that banker. Um, That banker is your advocate they have to take into consideration that bank's credit policies while advocating for you internally. And the best way to do that is build a relationship and try to get together and have lunch at least every couple months and always be willing to share um, news. And sometimes it's not good news. You know, if you see some slowdown coming in your business, you should make your banker aware of it ahead of time that helps to build your relationship. You don't wanna spring bad news on them and wait till the last minute. So it's all about building the relationship, have lunch or maybe grab a coffee, it doesn't need to be long and make them feel that they are truly um, you know, an integral part of your business. Don't be afraid of them, Zanetta.
0: Because <laughs> I know mm-hmm. now most of the time people are doing, like me, I do most of my banking online so, did I change up by actually going in, the, going in the bank instead of doing it online?
1: That's a great question. Um, as you get, in my opinion, I would stick with what works. So in your case, uh, it sounds like working with the online tools and mobile tools works. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing because I don't particularly like to, to go to the branch anymore. And then back in the day, we didn't have that option. You had to. What I'm saying is that your business grows, you might get to a certain point where you need to have what we refer to as an assigned relationship manager. So you would have somebody that will be assigned to your account. And once your business crosses that threshold, if you have a lot of services, right now you might only be using the mobile checking and you only might have a checking account and a payroll account. As your relationship grows, then you may may wanna consider going into a bank and asking for that but don't change what works.
0: All right, great. So what does leaving a legacy mean to you? Leaving a legacy
1: for me would be when people, um, when people remember my name, they get thoughts of how I was able to help others, understanding uh, budgeting and, you know, being there to help make tough decisions and just have a, a good feeling when when they, you know, think about my name. Uh, I prefer that more, this is just me, but I prefer that more than um, putting my name on a building, you know, or something like that.
0: All right. So um, how can my audience reach you if they need some more information from you?
1: Sure. Um, they can go to... My website, which is manyskivo.com, M-A-N-N-Y, S-K-E, V is in Victor, O is in Oscar.com, and on that site I have some resources um, that can help a small business owner. And it also has, you know, free access to my blog. And I also have a business brief where I send a couple emails twice a month on how to improve your business and things to kind of keep your eye on and then i also have a budgeting course that Mm -hmm. i just uh launched because i I want everybody to learn budgeting because it's something i didn't get taught when i was young so all that is available there at the site
0: that's great because i know a lot of people need a budgeting course (laughs) thank you for doing my show today and taking your time this has been some great information
1: uh very happy to have been here, and I enjoyed spending time with you.
0: Thank you. This has been Legacy Game Changes. You can contact me at wwwzanetta com or you can email me at legacygamechanges at gmail.com, or text me at 443-906-3882. Have a blessed evening.